You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. We are now entering a new space. What if in the real world you couldn't afford a mansion, but you can now afford a mansion in a metaverse? My son has made money on Sandbox. Don't end up in that space where you're upset at yourself because you didn't invest and take it seriously. And then I also have clients who are throwing events in these metaverse places. One of them took $35,000 to invest into the event. By the time they were done, that event bought in $2 million. What? what? Be my rants and gems. Be my rants and gems. Y'all can do what we discover. He's the kings and the queens were the mother lie. All right, Jim Droppers, we are back and we got a special episode for you guys today. We're talking everything real estate in the metaverse. Look, me and Q over here, we have no clue about this. So we brought in the expert, the blockchain queen herself. Dr. Jatali. What's up, Doc? How are you? Cheers, cheers. Thank you so much. Cheers, Doc. I love it. Cheers. Thank you for being here. Yeah, welcome to the show. I'm so excited. I watch this show. I love what you guys put up as content. It's just such valid, safe information because there's a lot of like... Foolishness. Yes. You can say it. You know, let's be honest. There's a lot of scammers out there. who just trying to make quick dollars off of people. And, you know, sometimes they're using Udemy and Coursera, so you don't really know which angle to go. And I feel like it's always a safe space when I watch Rants and Gems, and I'm like, you know oh. what? You well, we, we definitely it. appreciate yes, that. Yes, we appreciate we that. We work very hard to put out great information. We vet our guests. We make sure everybody who's coming on wow. the show is doing exactly what they say they're doing. Wow. And that's why we brought you here, because we want to know about this crypto, metaverse, Virtual real estate. Real estate, all of it. All of this Everything. good stuff, right? Yes. So let's, let's get started, right? Um... How do you buy real estate in the metaverse? So the first thing is you have to have crypto. If you're going to use a credit card, it's very limited as to which credit cards you can actually utilize. And then you would go to a space like, let's say, OpenSea or Solana's world like Magic Eden. And there's all these different platforms that allow you to actually purchase virtual real estate. So depending what world you're interested in, like then you would go to the platform that's according. If is it Ethereum-based world? Is it Solana-based world? Is it something where you need like gaming tokens and it has its own world altogether like engine? Or like um, if you look fast forward, people talk about Sandbox a lot because kids are making money. Like my son has made money on Sandbox. Right. And so like that's a metaverse in itself. And so a lot of these different worlds have their own platforms, um, as well as the main platform, like an OpenSea type platform or that Rarible or Mintable that you can also purchase. So let me ask you this, because I tried to buy mm-hmm. something in the metaverse. But see, I think I, I messed up because I Googled trying, trying to do it. Then I did something on Sandbox and they wanted me to connect it to my Coinbase. And it was like a lot going on. 
can you just tell people exactly where to go? What is a website they can go, like the first elementary website to buy just a little piece of land in the metaverse just to get started? It's like flipping your first house. Absolutely. So I'll be honest with you. I hate to admit it, but probably the best one right now for everyone who's introductory into the space would be probably OpenSea, which is why I mentioned it. OpenSea.io. OpenSea? Mm-hmm. Okay. It's O-P-E-N-S-E-A.io. Okay. And the reason why I choose that one, because it has the widest range of tokens it accepts including different networks like the Polygon network, which can help you on gas fees, because we hear a lot about how expensive gas fees can be for Ethereum. And then it also allows a lot of different, like if you have a trust wallet, a Trezor, if you have um, a Ledger Nano, which are different hot and cold wallets, right? What are hot and cold wallets? Are online wallets or hot wallets, which is an, uh, you know, like a MetaMask or a Phantom wallet. And then you also have like a cold wallet, which is like a Ledger Nano or a Trezor. And these wallets, you know, like, let's say you want to not leave all your crypto online, that would be a cold wallet. Okay. And then you have exchanges like Coinbase and Gemini. And so the first step is get your money from an exchange, in my opinion, just because you want to be safe and you want to ensure that there is like a two-step verification and you can lessen the chance of being like fished or having someone pull money from your account, your bank account. You transfer that to like a MetaMask or a Phantom wallet. And depending which world you're trying to purchase from. And then you would then go onto that platform and purchase land. But I always tell people, be mindful of figuring out who your neighbors are going to be in the metaverse. So a lot of these lands, you can actually go right on OpenSea and like, let's say if it's Sandbox, you can click a little link and it shows you where in that world it's located. Mm. And you can sometimes just walk right up to your neighbor's properties and like look at like at least who's the owner, the name of that person. Or sometimes they leave it open where you can walk right in and see what kind of art they have. And so even when I was purchasing my, purchasing my first virtual real estate property, I made sure I knew who my neighbors were. And the first place, I loved it because it was so big. But then when I looked to see who my neighbor was, he had some like inappropriate art on his walls. And I was inappropriate. Like, Hmm. I mean, like fellatio type. Yeah. And so there's stick figures doing oh. inappropriate things. And there's a lot of these worlds don't have censorship. And so okay. if you have younger children in this space, you have to be very mindful as to which platforms you allow them onto. You also have to be mindful of where you purchase your property, because if someone's visiting your property and your neighbors are kind of lawless, then you also have to potentially deal with that as well. And there's a lot of uh, inappropriate memes and gifts that people would utilize in that space as well. And you can't control what another person does. Correct. Mm. So, so how does that affect you, though? Let's just say we do have, because when we were in um, L.A., okay. we went to that NFT event, yeah, right? And we saw, and we literally saw a situation. Yeah. <laughs> it looked like, yeah, yeah, it looked it like a, situation. a situation. Like it was, it was very sexual, right? But how would that affect, like, your resale value of your land? Like, is it going to bring it down or bring it up? Or is it just something to be cautious of? Something to be cautious of because okay. realistically, when you're looking at people worldwide, we do have, um, especially when you leave the United States and you go to France, there are certain ads where here in America we would find inappropriate, but then you might see a woman who is bare-chested and just jeans on in France, right? And just a regular ad. Because there is a difference when it comes to how sexuality is discussed mm -hmm. and perceived in other countries compared to here. But at that same point, um, so it really comes down to how bad soft is it PG or is it, you know, because now PG-13 is a little bit different now in the news. Correct. Right. Yeah. Um, or is it something that's like, oh, my God, I, you know, no one should be looking at this. They should be you know, afraid to watch this. Mm -hmm. um, you might get added to a list. And you know, so there's different levels and you just have to kind of gauge that as well. Um, you know, keep in mind that your neighbor sometimes, even if they have inappropriate art, that person might be getting a thousand viewers worldwide a day. Exactly. And so sometimes it works in your favor. So that's what really, I was saying. 
if you're not catering to a child audience and you only have adults, in a way it works in your favor because you have random strangers who are going to look at your art. So like my neighbor in the metaverse, I won't say the person's name because I'm not getting paid to say their name, but he's, um, he has his own NFT chain mm -hmm. and he does very well. His NFT sell out very well. So I automatically piggyback off of you know, his viewers, they come to look at his property. My entrance is strategically placed right next to his entrance. So they just have no reason but to come next door and look at my property. Ooh. And they bid on my art all the time. So even when I'm not hosting an event, I have random strangers from like Singapore bidding on my art. And so that's always great. Yeah, wait a minute. Now, yeah. you, you, now you, yeah. you've got, you, you, yeah. you've you got to slow down. You got to slow down just a little <laughs> just bit. You're talking bit. to people that don't know. Yeah. So but, let's take it back to the essence. Yes. yes. How much does it cost? to buy land or buy property in the metaverse? So depending what place you want, like a lot of people know Decentraland, mm -hmm. the average property can be like 3,000 to 7,000. Okay. But there isn't like- and how big is that? So it's not like big in the way that you could think about it, okay. right? Because so it's not like square footage, bedrooms, baths, things like how yeah, we look in the real world. Yeah, you create it. Okay. So your space is, is a, a footprint. Some footprints are bigger, some are small, medium, large footprints. Like a medium footprint, you could have fit a whole art gallery, a whole house, a bedroom. It could really be whatever your imagination is for some of these places. Okay. You know, like one of my favorites is CryptoVoxel because you can do that on your mobile device. Okay. Um, and a lot of them are not mobile friendly. But at that same point, once you decide what world you want to be a part of, right now where we're buying the dip, you know, there are properties that were $14,000 two months ago and right now they're literally going for about three thousand dollars so four thousand dollars so this is the time to buy in from the metaverse especially if you're looking at it and let's say ethereum currently which is one of the main altcoins for a lot of the, the base purchasing of most of these worlds yeah. ethereum is down right now ethereum is down yeah. so i'm one of those people i'm not this is not professional advice but i i would say <laughs> buy the dip yeah okay why not when you see a property that was seven thousand dollars two weeks ago or a month ago and it's now going for three thousand unless you think that that company is never going to rebound why wouldn't you buy it at three thousand versus seven thousand you know and i bought on a dip when i bought one of my properties and i bought it at four thousand three hundred mm -hmm. and literally nine hours later because i bought it around like midnight by 9 10 a.m the next day it was at seven thousand dollars value and people wow. were bidding on it because also keep in mind it's how much are people bidding on the property and the floor price the floor price is basically the low it's kind of like when you look in a real estate in a real world and you think about comparables and you're like okay what is the base minimum people are getting for a property mm -hmm. the floor price in the metaverse is the same and it kind of kind of lets you know if you were to just put it as a buy now this is the minimum that you would get for your property you know, and that doesn't stop people from overbidding, depending how rare your property is or who your neighbor is. Like I heard, people were paying five hundred thousand dollars to be Snoop Dogg's property. That's what I was going to ask. In the metaverse. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> you know, Cosimo Medici, I think is his name. And so when you think about that, like literally paying half a million dollars just to be his neighbor, because let's be honest, if Snoop has a party, it's going to be epic. That's a fact. Mm. Let's be honest. Metaverse and not, real life and not. And then I also have clients who are throwing events in these metaverse places. And they're like making, you know, one of them took $35,000 to invest into the event and got an influencer. By the time they were done, that event bought in $2 million. What? what? From $35,000. Because keep in mind, How? you don't have to have staff because it's ticket sales and it's also deliverables. So people are paying for things like, can you get that influencer to mention my name in the next part, uh, next song? Oh, uh, this is lit. What's going on, love? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, hold on. Like, hold I'm on. in. This shit is above me right now. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm following along. 
Do I have to get the Oculus? Is that what is that what it called? What is it called? So the Oculus um, also has a newer name, which is the MetaQuest Two, because it you know. But we need Facebook. that to get in the, in the in there mm, and go to the parties. No. Okay. No. So the thing about the Oculus is that the Oculus is for certain worlds, right? And then we have Apple, who's about to come out with their own product. So if you're like into the stock market and you're like, I don't like the metaverse, but I want to make money on the stock world, then you have like, hint, hint, Apple might be coming out their glasses very soon. So you might want to get in before that happens. Um, and then the next level of that mm -hmm. is looking at the Oculus, looking at the Apple glasses and knowing that we are now entering a new space, which means that some of these worlds are gaming PC worlds. Some of them cannot use the Oculus. Some of them do utilize the Oculus mm -hmm. and you can walk around like yourself. Right. Some of them look like an avatar that looks like a crash dummy, which is what I call some of them. You know, people don't like when I call it. I'm like, it looks like a crash dummy. What do you want me to say? And then some of them actually look like um, a rendition of you. Okay. So the more graphics involve like Somnium, then you need normally a gaming PC. Mm. And like those gaming PCs can be $2,000, $3,000. Exactly. But there are other worlds like Outspace where you just can have a regular like Windows-based computer and you're in there and you can use the Oculus or not. And you could just use your regular like, you know, keypad and, and a mouse, which is really cool. And those worlds like, you know, to give you an example, I know people who are creating the property, the mansions and the houses and the cars right. in those worlds for like one to five thousand dollars and so you might buy the land for three thousand dollars and then you have someone for only five thousand dollars who create the actual layout and so i did this dope event at this place called the deeper tones collective which was an alt space and it's a black and meta relationship mm -hmm. and so like all these people of color from around the world there was art in the walls it looked like a straight up mansion there was like cars parked in the palatial grounds wow wow and you know you're just doing a walkthrough and some of the art looked like real life art and then some of it looks like abstract art and it's really whatever you like as an as a creator and so it gives you full control of like what if in the real world you couldn't afford a mansion but you can now afford a mansion in a metaverse mm. and you can now show people a piece of if i had this money what would i have done with it and then even if you do have this money and you don't want people in your mansion because let's be honest sometimes we making we don't want to have that many people in your property yeah so you can now like let me throw a virtual simulated party on a mansion that looks like my real home. And so I know people who are doing things like that as well. So it's just really beautiful how much um, growth there is in this space. And this is just the beginning. We're yeah. just getting started. So, and, and I'm glad you said that, right? So every disruption feels like it's crazy until it's not, right? And the metaverse is definitely disrupting everything right now. So you named a few ways of how people can make money with their real estate assets mm -hmm. in the metaverse. What are some other ways that you can make money with your real estate in the metaverse so you can rent it out you can actually have rental um someone like, like long term life. short term like somebody's yeah, actually going to stay there, there like it's an airbnb in the virtual real estate world and there are <laughs> there are agents in the virtual real estate world and so sometimes people are like do you i rented out my space to a, a young lady who wanted to do an art event and so she normally sells her pieces for 250 dollars to five thousand dollars and she, for the first time, sold her first piece of art for $11,000 in my space. And it was some random bloke that we never even knew. Bloke. Wow. It was just like somebody who was like a little crash dummy walking by. It was like, oh, you guys are having an event. And since we left it open, came inside, saw the auction, bid on it. 
And then what we did with her piece of art is that you can have physically backed art. So she had a physically backed piece and gave the option of like, if you want me to show you, send you the actual painting, mm. you just have to pay more money. So he paid an additional $7,000 to have it shipped to him somewhere in Asia. And so mm. wow. total, she made $18,000 profit. So she made it digital and in real life. Mm. Facts. But I mean, he made the payment in digital. Everything is digital. Everything is digital. But Everything what I meant to say was he had the digital painting. Yes. And had the real painting yes, in his and real life. painting. Okay. And so when we think about artists who were like, well, I'm a physical artist. I don't like making this fake art or digital art. Well, then you also have the option of actually just taking a mm. picture of a physical piece and putting that online. And then another thing artists are not doing in this space right now are protecting their art. So even myself, I have an NFT. I copyright my art, right? Because you don't want someone like, I won't call out any names so we don't get you guys in trouble, mm -hmm. but there are different designers, you know, um, who will put a t-shirt or a logo or still somebody else's designs and then start selling t-shirts and hats and purses with the design. Really? And this happened to an NFT artist before. And so the same thing in a virtual space. Another way to make money in this space, which is really lit, is you can rent out parcels of your land. So like mine has a waterfront property. I picked it strategically because I know there are people who are willing to pay to have like their yacht, their virtual yachts docked in front of my waterfront property. Mm. And so someone offered me $300 a month for, to do so. I turned it down because I was like, Bro, I don't know you. And it's going to be a little too hard to get you off of my land once you're on it. Yeah. Just like squatters in real life. Oh, yeah. And I was like, I don't want to squat in a virtual space because it can be annoying. Like, <laughs> right? so I was like, like, this is getting I, yeah, too much like this real is life. Like, it is like It's like life. getting too much like real life I right mean, now. Imagine going to... What I liked about alt space, to give you an example. Imagine going to an event <laughs> in a virtual space and how we all hear each other's voices. We can hear you two speaking and you hear my voice talking to you. What? It's just... It's really just... This shit sounds limitless. like The Sims. I, but I have a question. <laughs> it's it's like, It does what? Sims on, on super speed. This is like The Sims to me. I'm sorry. It is. It's like someone took... So have you seen the movie Ready Player One? No. So it's definitely something, if you're a gamer or mm -hmm. if you're into this metaverse, I think it gives you a good example of what could potentially be in the future with this world. And so one of the things in Ready Player One, there are like these suits where you can wear it. And if a person in a virtual space touches you, it's almost as if they're actually touching you in real world. Because it like vibrates wow. or something like it, that. Yeah, and it, it gives you actual sensor points. And so this is something that Japan and different countries have been working on and developing, but they actually exist. It's expensive right now, but eventually you're going to get to a point where all of these things are affordable for everyone so when someone wants to get started in the metaverse like they buy a piece of land you get an nft and then you sell the nft but you buy the nft in the metaverse and you go into people's houses so there's i just want to make sure we break it down so the way we're breaking it down is this first off you have to look at what kind of computer device you have so you should operate in a space that your actual processor can handle you don't want to get something in like windows based or a mac based world if you don't have a mac and then get something in that world right if you only have a cell phone and you don't have a laptop you have to be mindful that you use a you buy and a purchase in a place that does that now if you're not buying for yourself and you just want to, for flipping purposes mm -hmm. you go to these broker sites like OpenSea, something a validated site you can um verify using the blockchain once again the blockchain is a ledger that protects um, and lets you see real time every purchase and everything that's happening. So you'd be able to verify on the blockchain using blockchain technology. 
um, using this ledger to make sure that what you're purchasing is the right location, the right place. Now that you've done all of this and you're like, okay, this is the real parcel of land. This is not a mm -hmm. scammer who pretends yeah. that this is a parcel of Correct. land. And now you can decide to either look at how the market is moving. You can use a website like IC Tools. Now, IC Tools, what I love about it, when I'm doing a quick flip, rather it's NFTs or metaverse properties, I'll look on there and it'll tell me, okay, in the last five hours, the last one hour, the most volume of people have been purchasing or trading or making sales in this particular metaverse. So if you're doing a quick flip, you can do that as well. Look to see, just like in the real world, you would look to see who has the highest traction. You know, what town and area has people selling and buying real quick. The mm -hmm. things don't stay on the market for the longest. Okay. And so once you have that research and you do your homework, you know what I mean? You do a little R&D then you can actually decide if you want to develop and keep it because you think long-term is going to make you a lot of money or you just want to do a quick flip and make that and bank that profit. Mm. And it's all crypto, um, wow. which is the best thing you can do. Honestly, is keeping it in crypto, in my opinion. I mean, listen, you are you said the blockchain queen. <laughs> but you have broken it down. Like, you've broken it down kind of in layman's terms for me. Um, we'll talk offline offline but i just want to ask you a question about like the ghanaian government right they launched the beyond the return mm -hmm. so when they launched this campaign um they actually brought in 1.1 million visitors and 3.3 billion in tourism so when it comes to like ghana and real estate where do you foresee things going um over there so i'm a big fan um of ghana in a, in a whole like i own Accra Ghana in the super world, which is one of the metaverse. Mm -hmm. So that's really cool to be able to own it. I actually take my profits from the crypto and metaverse space and then purchase real life properties in Ghana. Mm -hmm. um, so that's something I'm really a big fan of. I think that people forget, yeah, we're making all this play money, but diversification is always key. So when you're making this play money in this decentralized way, keep in mind that if you don't have tangible goods, physical things that you can really be like, you know what, well, if the government takes everyone's crypto tomorrow, I still have this as an option. Absolutely. I still have this physical mm. land in Ghana. I have this waterfront property. And so um, they're doing a lot when it comes to like, if you're investing in the actual government and the structure and building out land, they're doing a lot of things to lower the tax liabilities for those investors. Okay. And so I'm a big fan of that. So if you tell me I pay less taxes because I'm developing, then I'm looking at you like you're my best friend. And so that is definitely something I'm doing as well. And then they recently are doing some crypto conferences um, and starting to introduce more crypto metaverse NFTs um, virtual real estate, mm -hmm. all of that play to earn to the Ghanaian government and the Ghanaian children and youth. And so one of the things I do right now is I have an NFT called Creatures of Wealth. And that NFT in particular, what we're doing is every sale goes specifically towards building an event space that I'm building there. And so it's called Sustainable Charity because the goal is every event, once the space is built, 10 mm -hmm. to 20% of it to go to building workshops to teach kids like Web3 coding, play to earn. And so like one of the best parts about these metaverse places, to give you an example, one more way you can make money. Imagine owning the land or owning the tools and then allowing children, you could pay children and youth to play the video games and make money while playing the video game. Wow. And you pay them like $10, $15 an hour. Meanwhile, you might be making hundreds and thousands of dollars because these kids are playing this game for you. And you're earning tokens, which can then be converted into USD. And so in a situation like that, there's no country that shouldn't be teaching their youth that as an option, especially when we're talking about poverty and we're talking about, um, you know, a lack of a middle class. And so Ghana as 
illustrious and beautiful as it is mm-hmm. that you know there's a beautiful um upper class and there's a lot of wealth in ghana but then there are also that other side where there is still now a lack of a middle class mm-hmm. and the middle class that is there is the expat community oh. and so it's like how do we allow people from a lower economic class more opportunities to change their story and Got so it. this is definitely a way that we can help them change that or teaching them coding no and no kid in ghana is not smart enough to learn coding mm. 90% of those children are doing it anyway they're playing minecraft in ghana they're playing roblox in ghana so if you're playing those games why are we not finding the equivalent of those games that can allow them to actually make tangible money? So you're taking your hard-earned U.S. dollars, buying your, your coins, your Ethereum, and things of that nature, investing into real estate in the metaverse. You're renting out your land, maybe your, your, your waterfront yachts. <laughs> you're having art galleries. You're renting out all types of stuff in your metaverse real estate, Concerts, right? Concerts, Concerts, anything you can... We lit. You lit. Willing. Basically, you're lit in the metaverse, right? <laughs> you you basically have an event space in the metaverse, yeah, right? That's a good way. Basically, to do it. right? Yes. So now you're taking this event space money that's getting paid back to you in either Bitcoin or Ethereum, whatever, right? Ethereum, yes. Ethereum, right? Now you take this Ethereum and you're taking that over to Ghana, and in you're other buying countries. in other countries. Are you getting crypto mortgages now? Right. So yes. Let's you talk can- about crypto mortgages. So most of them are here in the States, but there are places like Canary Islands, Bahamas that are being more receptive of it. Um, The UK as well, they're allowing people to actually purchase it. Um, What's really cool about the UK is that they just released a law making it illegal for someone to steal somebody's um, NFT, which includes a metaverse virtual real estate. And so, you know, there's a lot of scammers who've been doing that. So they've now made it an actual property. And so now if you steal someone's NFT, and that is becoming illegal. So it actually makes creates more security. So people are creating the, the property deeds in the form of an NFT. And so you purchase the property de- deed in this form of NFT, and they utilize different aspects such as um, smart contracts like a multi-sig wallet. So like a multi-sig wallet, to give you one of my favorite is Gnosis Safe. It's uh, G-N-O-S-I-S Safe. And so one of the cool things about Gnosis Safe is that, let's say you have a wallet, uh-huh. Q, you have a wallet, mm-hmm. I have a wallet. On the table, we're about to put pull together half a million dollars to buy a property. We can all pull our money in like this virtual escrow account. And after we pull our money in this virtual escrow account, you can then decide fast forward that. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, 
you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I'll sign the authorization because mm-hmm. all of our money's in the pool, and now that money can now be invested into the, ver- the actual real estate in the real world, into that mortgage and buying that property. And then we can have, like, maybe a way um, or we ensure that everybody's money is always going into the pot and everything is utilizing this multi-sig. Now, the negative thing about that is if you lose your wallet address because you're now using private keys and recovery phrases mm-hmm. and it's like the you know ultimate key. Now, if you lose that, the problem you're going to have, guess what you think is going to happen? You're going to lose everything. Yeah. We all lose everything because now we don't have access to it, right? Absolutely. And so that's the one thing that um, we're going to be seeing that they're going to but the one thing about the virtual real estate space, um, if you're buying real mortgages and properties in the real world, like Greenwich just did, just did it, Connecticut just did a property paying Ethereum, people using Bitcoin in California, it's been mm-hmm. no stranger to people utilizing Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. I mean, I had a client, you know, I was teaching him real estate game and development because he was like, oh, I know you did developments from scratch. I want to learn how to do that. So we're talking about development game and you know, he opens up his account and he had $82 million of Ethereum sitting there. Wow. wow. I'm like, yo fam, put me onto game. How do you have $82 million sitting here? So he took $750,000 and he did a major celebrity concert, virtual space. That's it. You know, then he did, I won't say which celebrity didn't show up, but there was an influencer that did not show up. But oh, it wow. didn't matter because they pre-recorded to pretend like the celebrity was there. And so imagine like, Q, we see you just dancing. Mm. And <laughs> you just dancing. And, um, you know, and there's like, MG, one, two, three, I'll see you over there. Assets over liabilities. Uh-huh. We recorded it. Then the artist the day of did not show up. And the agreement was, if you don't show up the day of, just make sure you're not on like IG Live at the time you're supposed to be performing yeah. in the metaverse. And so the, the artist kept that promise. And by the end of that event, that one event, he was able to make $81.9 million, $81. million. That's ridiculous. Then, Wait a minute. How much did he play the influencer? Well, it was multiple influences. It was a concert, but the total, including the build out for what they needed to do graphics wise, was seven hundred and fifty thousand. Oh, that's that is it. Crazy. That's it. So seven fifty got him eighty eighty one point nine million. And then let me tell you, real game. What he did after that, he turned half of that money into a debt. Then he borrowed against that debt. He borrowed more tokens, more Ethereum against that debt. Then he took that profit, <laughs> and that's what he went and purchased real estate. A bit for a Bitcoin property in in San Diego in California. Oh, he he so took he the gave money out of the metaverse and put it in. Gave himself a loan. Gave himself and a then loan. Bought a physical property investment in property in San Diego. San Diego and yeah. paid it off off cash. And he, he had the cash. He, basically, he, he gave himself a loan, but, but basically in a transaction have to use cash because he used a Bitcoin. He bought a Bitcoin property, and so all he had to do was send that, create the contracts with the people. And pay in Bitcoin. Do you think that's going to get more popular here in the states, where, where folks are using There's actual no way it's not going to Bitcoins be. or using crypto mortgages themselves to like leveraging their portfolios to get? We would be property? crazy for it not to. And you know why? Let me give you the free game and understand the numbers on this. At one point, Ethereum was at four thousand dollars. Someone like myself, mm-hmm. who might have been in at thirty dollars or a hundred dollars, imagine you have a hundred dollars of Ethereum that goes up to four thousand dollars, and now you have that four thousand dollar profit, and you turn half of that into debt, and you borrow against it. Your loan is on average one to two point one percent. You take that now one point two, you know, may say two point one percent loan, and then that two point one percent loan that you have now, 
you are able to now buy more Ethereum because Ethereum now is at $1,500 and it dropped. So now you you have more Wait, money. Wait, it was just 2000 like last night? Yeah. And now it's 1500 no, no, not in real world right oh, now. I'm just okay, giving you okay. an example. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. okay. Oh, my bad. <laughs> I'm going to say, where's my phone? She said, I'll say it. Fuck said, the interview. Said, no, no, no. Don't do that. Don't do that. I mean, I would be buying some more right now. I'd be like, yo, I'm, I'm not going to be here on time. You know, I'm going to buy some things. But, you know, so imagine it goes down to 1500 and you buy it at 1500 now, as Ethereum goes up to three thousand and it's going to go back to its higher four thousand dollars, guess what's going to happen? Someone like you who took a loan for fifteen hundred at fifteen hundred dollars and you bought like fifty thousand dollars or a hundred thousand dollars worth of it. Now, when it goes up to three or four thousand dollars, you're not only doubling your money, you're paying back the loan tax free. Plus, you have a profit, and you're not banking all of that profit. Mm. And so, this is what people are doing right now in the crypto space. Can any regular person do this? Right. Facts. How do they set that up? The first step is having crypto. You have to have some tokens to play with. You can go to websites like Aave. Aave is a liquidity protocol. A-A-V-E. This is not professional advice. This is have not you, professional I, advice, I, 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 ladies I, I, and gentlemen. I'm just telling you the game. This is just what gems. What people are doing, right? Uh -huh. And so you go to a liquidity protocol like Aave. Um, you know, Aave, I like it. Double A-V-E. There are others as well. That one's consistently haven't been breached and hasn't had certain issues that other protocols have had. And so your first thing is figuring out what blockchain you want to be on. Once you know what block you want to be on, purchasing the tokens that are associated with that block and then seeing who's willing to give you the best deals on your loan. Mm. Okay. Gems. I mean, that was a major gem. <laughs> gems. You broke it down so seamlessly. Yeah. Anyone you. that's listening to this episode, if you cannot figure out how to get in the metaverse... It's Reach on out. you. It's yeah. on because you have listen to it again because you've broken it down so seamlessly <laughs> to me. And I want to ask another question. So now that we get on the right block, get you some Ethereum, mm -hmm. then buy you a house in the metaverse, mm -hmm. and then buy NFTs to put in that house, right? And then just do open houses and sell the NFTs and make money. Basically, but keep in mind that with NFTs, NFT itself is uh, they call it a non-fungible token. Correct. And it has so many different use purposes, right? So an NFT can be music. It could be clothing. It could be the assets over liability shirt over there. Couldn't uh, it be like a, a consultation call? Like, it can. Like I can make I it whatever mean, I want, right? That's how I would charge my clients. I don't take cash anymore. Now when my clients want to want me to pay me for something, I'm like, all right, well, there's a blockchain. Now what's really great about that is when I start to tell you my value, I could be like, look, we don't need to argue. 10,000 other people right there on the blockchain. I can't change those numbers. It's paid right there. I mean, I had a client who did a concert recently. Um, it was like a mini um, speakeasy event. It was an in-live event here in New York. And then they call it like, it's like this little hidden spot. You have to hit this wall to even enter it. Really cool. To get the ticket to attend that event, you had to purchase tickets on the metaverse. Mm. You can't even attend the real life event if you don't have a metaverse NFT. We have people like Gary Vee, who's very well known in this NFT space. His um, upcoming conference, he only did ticket sales via NFTs, if I'm not mistaken. Wow. And so, you know, and the thing about that is it's irrefutable. You could you could change your, if you want to sell your ticket because you can't attend last minute, guess what? You're right there in a the blockchain. You don't need to go in front of a, a concert or in front of a place to kind of hustle your ticket. You could just use a metaverse to hustle your ticket and get rid of it. You know what I mean? People were purchasing multiple tickets in the hope that they could just flip them and sell them later on and make a profit. So NFTs are really whatever you want to make them. Right. The biggest thing I think is more important to come out of this equation when you think about NFTs is that when you put it in your space, your space is whatever you want it to be. It could be 
a concert place. It could be a skate park, a virtual skate park. It could be a, a location where people come to learn how to do yoga. Um, you can be doing um, self-defense workshops and classes. You can literally do poetry jams and po spoken word. Mm. Um, you could do color therapy. It's really what you want to host in your space and what you find to be your magic when it comes to the metaverse. So I want to ask you, um, so let's just say I hold a host, me and Kiana, we do Rants and Gems live in the metaverse. Because we are about to get us some land. If y'all didn't know, <laughs> you didn't know, you know now. Look. I got first, first to know. Yeah. So we do Rants and Gems live. Mm -hmm. Let's just say if somebody can't attend Rants and Gems live, is mm -hmm. there a replay they could watch? Like, how does that work? So, do um, they lose they, their, 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 their coins or they, uh, like, how does it work? Yeah. Like, because if you so, go to a regular concert, you shit out of luck if you don't make the concert. Same way in the metaverse. Okay. But the cool thing is, depending on what world you do it in, like CryptoVoxel, mm -hmm. the screens are just like a regular, like, YouTube video screen. And um, what's cool about it, that is you can look like a real human being, like mm. yourself, where they're actually hearing you speak and seeing you speak. And you can actually have the whole thing recorded. And so you could then have that be something that is a deliverable that everyone who attended, you can then have the AI automatically. So it's less work on you. Yeah. You can have the AI automatically set up to send everyone who attended or everyone who had a wallet address that was there the access to it. And so one of the things that I did like when, when my client was doing her event, her art event, we did the auction for 24 hours. Mm -hmm. So for 24 hours, her art was up. So if you didn't make it in time, their auction kept going even after the event. So people could keep bidding higher and higher on it. And then, you know, whoever was the highest bidder got to win it. Wow. That's, that's amazing. Damn, you so you can really flip this so many different ways. Right. So I mean, and this is just the icing, like it's just the icing on the cake. We just need the icing because right now we're... <laughs> <laughs> but, you can, but the biggest thing for me is... I keep hearing about it. We keep hearing about it. Mm -hmm. Everybody's talking about it. Mm -hmm. And I feel like there's a, a group of us that are just so used to brick and mortar or old ways to do things. Mm -hmm. Me being one of those people. going over our head. Mm -hmm. And I think by the time we kind of catch up, I feel like we're going to be too late. So I really am glad that you broke this down so we can kind of get a better understanding and just kind of get into it without knowing it. Facts. Um, but just get into it right and you I gave mean, us a, a couple of great websites and if you could repeat like just this, mm -hmm. like the top three websites to go to that you feel like are like for starters like go here get your go here and get your ethereum go here and get your land and then go here and get your nft so the first place i would say to go purchase your um use an exchange like crypto.com um coinbase or gemini they each have their idiosyncrasies rather it's it might tell you it's taking 10 days before you can push your money out under the platform um, I then would say because of fees, push it then to like a MetaMask um, and utilize like a MetaMask um, as a hot wallet. Okay. Um, if you're going to buy Ethereum-based um, token items, um, if you're going to be utilizing Solana-based, then you would, I would say Phantom. Um, you know, there are other like Glow, there are other platforms and apps that are coming out, but just mm -hmm. be mindful. Some of the newer ones, we have to see the trial and error of who's going to try to hack it. Just like in the real world, you know, people are scared of hacking. Don't be afraid of it. Just the same way that people try to take your money from Bank of America or Target <laughs> or T-Mobile or whatever, you know, there's always these um, these issues where the hackers, that's what they do. They want your money more than you want your money. Um, and then you would go to like a platform like OpenSea.io. Okay. You would go to like Magic Eden, which I mentioned earlier. And then you can also go to a website like Rarible. Be mindful that if you are minting, there's something called minting in this space. Where what does that mean? Minting is basically the, um, 
imagine getting yourself on a special VIP list, which means before anyone else can even enter that club and be in that room with that special person and take pictures of like a celebrity or somebody important, minting is the process of basically getting you into this VIP section okay. where you get to buy first or you get to, get to be the first chance, you know, to purchase something. And so a lot of these spaces, the cheapest way to get in is to find out what world is coming out next and trying to get minted. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they might say, oh, in order for you to get into the special VIP room and be and have a chance to purchase whatever's in that room first is that you might have to invite five people or two people. You might have to be active in the community. And then when you're active in that community, you might get a chance to buy something at like $300 before it goes up to $7,000. And now when you mint, the cool thing about that is you get royalties. Mm. We like to keep getting that residual income, right? Yeah. And so in the metaverse, one of the cool things is if you're minting an NFT, oftentimes they'll tell you like, okay, because you minted, you know, if you sell, if this sells 20 times, you're getting that money each time it sells. You're getting 20%, 10%, 5%, 2.5%, whatever it might be. That's and, crazy. Yeah. <laughs> okay. This is, this is what I want to know because... You know, I'm definitely about to get me some land and NFTs and house in the metaverse. If you don't mind disclosing, and if you do, tell us something. How much have you made, like, on your first NFT? Have you ever flipped an NFT? And if so, how much have you made? We need to give people the a little motivation. One? Yes. All right, so, I mean, I bought something for, was it $4,600? Mm -hmm. I held on to it um, for a long time, about a year. And then I sold it for $322,000. Oh, my God. What? Yeah. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> what you said? I can see the numbers adding up beside me right <laughs> you now. You just said $4,000 <laughs> or something you paid for this? Mm -hmm. And you flipped it for three hundred and twenty-two thousand. dollars So then she made $309,000. real estate. Um, I mean, bought physical real estate in Ghana. And so I took that money to purchase land in Ghana. So wait a minute. This is interesting to me. I'm right? adding up the numbers. One yeah, more I'm time. adding this. I want to see the numbers right here when when this. I want to know tax implications on something like this, right? How does this work? Because I hear a lot of different things so, out here in the internet, but you're the expert, Doc. We need to know. All right. So first thing is, what jurisdictions are you purchasing? Right? Where are you purchasing from? That is number one. Um, as well, do you turn your money to debt and then push it out? Or do you leave it as a profit and then you push it out? So I am not just only American. I'm going to leave it at that. But on that point, when I'm investing and I'm doing certain trades, I will legit be in another country, you know, mm. VPN or not. Now, I hope that I'll leave it at that. But I will say, say less. Say less. <laughs> at that same point, you as an individual have to be mindful of what the laws are for your country and what the laws are around the world. And also be mindful that there are people who are catching up to like the people who are using VPN tricks. So to give you an example, mm. Binance is one of my favorite exchanges to utilize because they have the best rates and they clear your money within 48 to 72 hours, but the European version. American Binance does not have as many tokens. It takes as long as maybe Coinbase to clear your money. Mm. I don't like people telling me how long it can take for me to push my money out and do things. And so as such, um, as well for me, I use a VPN, but I also know like if Binance catches on to the fact that you were in Spain, then France and Portugal and back in Spain all in one day, they're going to automatically flag you and shut down your account. And they're going to be like, you have five hours to remove your money from our platform. Oh, and wow. so, you know, then they'll be like, and there's a limit as to how much you can pull off at one time. Damn. Um, as well, there's different countries. So like if I'm investing, if I'm in Ghana and I'm making real estate, virtual real estate purchases, um, Ghana has its own laws when it comes to how you can invest real estate um, gains from crypto. 
And so your tax liabilities could be anywhere from zero to seven percent. And so that's also where it's mindful of like, where are you pushing your money into? If I'm pushing my money into an American bank account, then I have to pay American taxes, right? But if you have like a Dow, um, you know, in America, Wisconsin, shout out to Wisconsin, mad things, Wisconsin <laughs> has this crypto Dow, right? Yeah. You have a bank account. Wisconsin? Wisconsin. Out of all states? <laughs> Wisconsin. Oh, wait, I'm saying Wisconsin, Wyoming. My Wyoming, Wyoming. 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 Not Wyoming. Wyoming. I'm, I'm, I'm Wyoming. I have Wisconsin in brain. But okay. Wyoming, you can have a crypto Dow account. So the Dow account, when you're looking at your bank account, the really cool thing about it is that there, so far, depending how your governance is set up, there aren't really taxes on the Dow account yet. And that's something that the SEC is trying to regulate. So if you're in America, if you create your own DAO and you create your white paper and you have a purpose, then that might be tax-free money that is sitting there for you. If you have the proper banking, if you're also so, so set up in the right country or right states, right? So if you're not going to be doing stuff here, you're doing transactions in Ghana, maybe you want to have a Ghanaian bank account so you can push that money to a Ghanaian bank account. Because it comes out to... Where did the money come from and then where do you push your money afterwards? The Caymans, Bahamas, all of these countries are doing a lot of progressive things to ensure that the Canary Islands, they're doing a lot of things to ensure that people who are using their crypto space to invest in real estate in their countries, you're keeping and retaining a lot of your money. That's a and gym. this some gym. <laughs> <laughs> That's a gym. Yo. Major gym. Okay, okay. We ain't gonna get too deep into that one. No, no, you have given us everything we need. Um, I feel like this is just so refreshing to hear because I've never had anyone break it down like this, and I hope that our viewers enjoyed like mm -hmm. getting this information. Listen to it at least twice before you Im implement it, and um, you just tell tell everybody a little bit more about you and where to find you. So. Um, Former investment banker, I always loved the stocks and investing worlds. I have an organization called Kids Who Bank, and what we do is we teach youth financial literacy. And as I started teaching youth, I realized we had to teach our adults. And so as I started teaching adults, um, you know, eventually I left the corporate space, and I ended up becoming an entrepreneur, which is where you guys see me now. And as an entrepreneur, I'm very big into real estate, rather developing from scratch or just, you know, um, cooperative investing and making sure that, you know what, this is going to cost $4 million. instead of me just taking, liquidating everything to do it by myself. Why not put my money, pull my money together with other powerhouses who are developers and making sure we're getting this bag together. And, you know, I have no problem instead of having a thousand properties, having, you know, um, you know, let's say 73, because for me... I don't have a high overhead. So my total debt is about 175,000. Um, and so like, that's my biggest, you know, like people have something that they brag about. Yeah. For me, that's my bragging thing is like, my mentors, they really taught me about how do you ensure that you're doing pre-foreclosures, foreclosures, or grouping with the right people so that you really don't have debt. What you have are assets over liabilities. And mm. so, your shirt is always on point, I'm just saying. So when we think about- It's a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle, <laughs> mm -hmm. it really is. And so I take that into everything that I do. So every time I make a move, it's about, it's just going to be more of a liability for me. It's going to be an asset. And so that's, you know, in a nutshell, who I am, real estate, crypto, blockchain, um, investing. And now we're starting our HBCU and college tour. So if you're a regular college or university, you can reach out. But we're definitely putting preference on our HBCUs because I feel like a lot of our people of color, our children are out there investing in crypto space. Correct. They are 18, 21 years old investing in that space. And the problem that I'm finding is that, like, I just had 21 students from one particular college, I won't say the name, who invested because they, they got a wrong um, RPC and chain ID, which is basically a way to um, scam in this space, 
right? And so because you put in the wrong information and you're thinking you're like, oh, I'm going to bridge and save money on gas fees, but someone gave you a fake one. And so what's happening is sometimes these scammers are also putting their fake profiles, mm -hmm. making it look as realistic as possible, and then paying money so that when you do go on Google and different platforms, that their fake one pops up underneath, if not above the real websites. And mm. so that's one of the best ways right now that they're stealing money from people. Because let's be honest, once it looks exactly like the way it's supposed to look and the name is very similar, especially if you, like, you have a dyslexia or something of that nature, you won't even notice that there's one letter off or there's yeah. one thing that is different. Especially when we're used to .com and not like .io and all these other acronyms that are being utilized right, right. now. Yeah. And so um, fast forward for me has been like now educating our college students, our adults, our youth, like how do we use a blockchain to verify things before we make a purchase? How do we make sure we're using the right network so that they're not having, imagine you're a college student, if someone steals a thousand dollars from you, that's like stealing a million dollars from you. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, and absolutely. So now we're starting that tool to make sure that we're not left behind um, and we're included. It's not about exclusivity. It's not about excluding any other culture. It's just making sure that we're including us. So leave us with one more last gem for our youth, for our beginners, people like myself who I don't own any land in the metaverse. Yeah. Right. Yet. Rants right? and gems will be investing. We we, sh we, sh <laughs> we damn sure will. Right. Give us one last gem of how we can like get into this world and become successful. Um, the first thing I would really say is, I guess last gem period, I would be very mindful of where you're investing your energy and your time in this metaverse. So if you don't like something and it's not your infinity, then find what you do like, what aspect you like of it. You might not like, let's say, the metaverse itself because you don't like the, the fact that it's so, um, you, you might feel like it's cold and it's making kids not have social skills in person and they're only now having social skills online. That's fine. But at the same point, guess what? There are GPUs, like, which is gaming processor units, mm -hmm. that are utilized in these special chips that are utilized and for you to make money, right? So think outside of the box, and you can still make money off of it without having to be in it if you feel like it's too unstable. So like, look at who's in the stock markets with the chips, right? Find different ways to invest. But make sure you're diversifying, and when you're diversifying, you're keeping that in mind as well, that this is a whole other billion, trillion dollar industry that is, in the, that is here to stay. And mm. don't forget that, you know, in my lifetime, I won't say my age, but in my <laughs> lifetime, yeah, I used to have a user typewriter and slap it, and then type some more and slap <laughs> it again. And if I had an error, you just put a red mark, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I also know that when I first saw cell phones, people were like, who's going to walk around with that big thing? No one's going to be using cell phones. I also know that um, when I had to go get a book, I had to. I couldn't go to like Google to look up the book, and I couldn't download it. I had to go to a library. Yeah, yeah I had to like actually make photocopies. Yeah, and, you know. And I also know I had a cassette tape back in the day where Absolutely. if it popped, I had to tie it real quick, yep. put tape on it, even and then, a DVD. You gotta you, blow you know? on them. You know and so having seen all these evolutions from a cassette tape from a Walkman to the iPod to the the phone to the fact that when Netflix came out, people were like, who's going to want subscriptions to movies on their phones and stuff like that? And now look, everyone is utilizing on their mobile. Mm -hmm. This metaverse is the same thing. Web 2 was, was a scam until it wasn't. And oh, then yeah. we were all like, why didn't we buy Google? Why didn't we buy Amazon? Why didn't we buy these companies? Fact. So don't be that person. Don't Don't end up in that space where you're upset at yourself because you didn't tap in and invest and take it seriously because these millions and billions of dollars, rather people are utilizing it as a tax shelter or people are doing it as a scam just to whatever, however they're utilizing it, 
a lot of the best things that we have right now, let's be honest, we all thought the same thing. They thought they were fugazi and they didn't go anywhere. Absolutely. So that was my main thing is like, if you don't like it directly, find an indirect way that you can still make money from it. Dope. That, that felt like a rant energy. That was a rant energy. <laughs> that was a two piece and a biscuit yes, right there. Yes, it was. There. I, I think it was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You, you, brought, yeah. you brought it. Nah, that was fire. Well, look, we appreciate your time today. Thank you. You will help Rants and Gems have well, a whole five. concert hall, studio hall. We're going to have everything. Five. We're going to have, gonna have live it filming. In real life and we're going to have it in the virtual space. I'm That's ready. That's a fact. Too. That's five. a fact. Look, everybody tap in with Dr. Jatali. All her information is in the description of this video. This was an amazing episode. An amazing episode. I, yeah. I learned so much. I Aww. finally feel a little at ease. Yeah, my anxiety is <laughs> gone. I, I'm, I'm embarrassed to see how much money I spent trying to buy some land in the metaverse. Look, let's keep it to ourselves. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> we don't we don't lose money. We make money, so we're gonna we're gonna find ways to to get that back. Yeah, we're get gonna get that back. back. We're gonna double back. Like that. Yeah. Look, so we out of here. Make sure you like, comment, share, subscribe. Follow Dr. Jitali. Um, hit her up. Um, you want a consultation? Hope you got some Ethereum. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> because this is free game, but she ain't gonna go. Free you, game. You understand free. what I'm saying, <laughs> All right? But this is Matt Garland, NMLS number five eight seven zero zero, but better known as MG the Mortgage Guy. And this is Kiana Watson, license number three one seven five seven six. Thank you all for tuning in to another incredible episode, incredible episode of the Rants and Gems Show. Peace. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.